We're not in a valley. We're shading mountaintops. Hallelujah. Now we're going to have an Alaska cruise coming up. It's going to be, I was going to make it a marriage cruise, but I realized if I did a marriage, I left some folks out. I don't want to leave any out. So we're going to make it a family cruise. On the one condition, you're going to have to study your Bible on that ship. Otherwise, he ain't going nowhere. Praise God. In all thy doing, acknowledge, and he shall bring it and bring it to pass. Praise God. Now, you kids, you bring all those people. The one who wins $50 is going to have to buy the rest of us. McDonald's. Chapter 2 of the book of Acts. Praise God. Verse 5, And they were dwelling at Jerusalem, Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. Folks, the Bible is not exaggerating. Every nation in the book of Genesis 10 and 11 were there. Every nation. Now when it was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak in their own language, which came from chapter 11 of Genesis. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these who speak Galileans? And how hear we every man in our own tongue where we were born? Let's see here now. Parthians, Medes, Elamites, dwellers in Mesopotamia, Judea, on the word Cappadocia, Cappadocia, in Pontus, in Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, in Egypt, and in the parts of Libya, about Cyrene and strangers of Rome, Jews and proselytes, Cretes and Arabians, we do hear them speak in our tongues the wonderful works of God. And they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, What meaneth this? Others mocking that these men are filled with what? We'll take our Bibles and look at the word Cappadocia. I've been talking to you about the Antichrist. One thing I will not do to church, you know, most times people think they're being cheated money, but the greatest cheated you can ever experience is somebody not tell the whole story. I'd rather somebody rob me all the money I have in the bank but never rob me of this plan of salvation. Job taught me that it's more blessed to keep your integrity, to keep your cattle and your cows, and your kids and your wife. Job taught me that. It was a whole lot better, because the end of Job was a whole lot better than the beginning of Job. Amen. And some folks rather lose the plan of salvation, lose God, and the things of God and hold on to that which they cannot keep vanity and vexation of the spirit amen 
I love the book of Ecclesiastes. When I get carnal, I go there and read it and remind me, don't become carnal. It reminds me. When I act foolishly, I go to Proverbs to learn how to think smartly and carefully. I learn a lot of things from those two books because there's a man of experience who speak. The wise man ever lived. His name was Solomon. And Solomon says, my teaching came from my daddy and my mother, meaning Bathsheba, amen, and David. I want to talk to you tonight about nations and prophecy. We, as Pentecostals, we have a job to reach the lost. Reach the lost before the cataclysmic activity belts itself on our world. I know it looks like the world will continue as they are as from the beginning, but that's not true. That's false doctrine. Everything in our Bible must come to pass. No matter how beautiful the sunshine or the winter comes or spring looks, everything in the Bible will be fulfilled and in their time. And I'd be a lopsided preacher if all I did was to let you feel good about the Word of God, but not tell you the reality of the world we're living in. Jesus talked about the world. There's a lot of scripture about the world. Love not the world or the things of this world. A lot of things in the Bible talk about the world. It says, the fashion of the world pass away. The Lord let us know that our world is reserved for destruction and fire. He spoke a lot about the world, and we need to talk about it because we live in it, and we are affected by it. Tomorrow, if the government makes changes in the, in the world, it's going to affect us. Amen. They make changes that affect the church. We don't know how long church will have liberty to preach the truth. Because there's something, if we preach, it upset government. It upset men in authority and say, you can't say that because they want to be politically correct. Never mind what the Bible says. Your Bible is not a defense in court. You cannot quote this as your reason for what you do, they'll just laugh at you. Say, look, sir, this is the court. And they'll call uh, uh, charge with contempt of court. Nevertheless, some will be persecuted on that ground. But let us know that the nations of the world are mad and they're vexed and they're upset. We told you on, on Friday that the nation drank from Babylon's cup and they've gone mad. Every time we come to this time of the year, disaster strikes. And they multiply. The newscasters don't know which news to tell you. There are too many competing for the attention of the announcer. They can't go to all of them. There are too many happening. Pretty soon, we won't have enough help to help people in distress because even the caregiver themselves need care. Those who run to solve the disease now have the disease. And so we're in a dilemma. But I want to talk to you about a country that don't mean much to you. We have been there. God allowed us to go there. And we came back alive. And that country is called Turkey. And I don't mean Christmas turkey. And I don't mean the turkey on your table. I mean the country of Turkey. If you look at Acts chapter 2, you said, I don't see the name Turkey there. And you are correct. Because that's a new name for an old, old country. But in that Acts chapter 2, verse 5, down to verse 11, Turkey is also mentioned. God does not mention anything, person, place, or time without a specific future or present reason. 
This is one book. There's no obsolescence. This is one book where nothing is redundant. You don't say this is gone and not first today. They are written for our learning and our admonition upon whom the end of this present world is coming to an end. Now, you say, what do you mean come to an end? Well, the guy who died last night, for him the world has ended. And those who will die tonight, the world is going to end for them, right? And for us, we're just, we're just a matter of time. We'll be gone too. Unless the Lord come and take us out of here. But the world cannot continue as it is. Now, the greatest apostle that ever lived is, apart from Jesus, is not Peter, the apostle Paul. You know, he was born Tarsus. He said, well, Tarsus, where's that? Tarsus is right in southern Turkey. I don't know if you know this, but the seven churches to whom the letter was written to by John, the last, the Apostle John, were to churches in Asia, Minor. The center of Asia Minor was Pergamos. Pergamos, in Acts chapter 2, is called the devil seat. Chapter 2 and verse 12 to 17. Because that's where Satan altars were. An altar to the Caesars, an altar to the Zeus, an altar to the goddess of the world at that time. It's called Satan's seat. And time was so rough and tough in those days in Turkey that Antipas who was an objector of what was going on in Turkey at that time, they murdered him in the church. And God called him my martyr, my faithful servant, whom they killed in Turkey. They killed him. Now, you won't find the name Turkey there, because, see, Turkey came into existence when you go back and study about Daniel's vision, chapter 2, of, I mean the king's vision that Daniel interpreted, and the head of gold, and the, and the silver, and the brass, and the iron, because Iraq, and Media Persia, and Greece, and Rome are well depicted and explained in the book of uh, Daniel chapter 2. These countries still have their historical names. Some have changed their names, like you won't find Phrygia, and Pamphylia, and Cappadocia, you may find Mesopotamia, and Tarsus, some of these names may continue, but they're still here. One thing man can do is change rivers and seas and mountains and landmass. Oh, they may try to rename it, but they can't move it. It's fixed on earth. So you can go back there. We were so blessed last year to have a Mediterranean tour, and we've been to all those places. We've been to some of the seven churches in Asia Minor. We were in Asia Minor, we were in Turkey. We were in Rome. We went to Rome. We went to uh, all these places, Jerusalem. And, and we could see other areas in the Bible where we stood on the ground and we wanted to know how significant these places are. Now, uh, I know North Americans are the most, uh, like the British, are the most ignorant geographical people they are. All they know is about North America and all they know is about England nowhere else. And I think everybody that's living in igloo or living monkey-like in trees and all that stuff, because they just, just, just don't travel at all. But others who travel know the world and have seen the world. And so Turkey is the country I want to talk to you about, because Turkey will become the Judas 
of the EU system. The Judas of the EU system. Now, Turkey came out of the uh, Seleucid Empire because when Alexander died, his four generals became leaders of his countries. And they fought until it melted down to the Ptolemy Egyptians and the Seleucid, which are the Syrians. And, of, of course, the Syrians won the battle and they became the more stronger forces. And they were influenced by Greek. You hear the word called Hellenized? Meaning you're being Greekized. You're being forced to study and talk Greek. The whole world speak Greek because uh, I think uh, Alexander the Great and the philosophers Hellenized the whole world, which they tried to, to do to Jerusalem also. Out of that system, we got the Bible called the Septuagint, the 70, because Israel lost their, uh, their language of Hebrew, and so they had to learn uh, how to read again in Hebrew, and so they couldn't do it, so they got the, the Bible translated into Greek for them. And it's called the Septuagint, or the seven, uh, uh, seven uh, elders of Jerusalem system that Rome put in power. Now, it didn't take Rome long to capture Syria. And pretty soon Rome become the ruler of the world, the fourth kingdom that Daniel chapter 2 talked about. And God described very plainly in chapter 2 and chapter 7 that she would be the final kingdom that would see the coming of the Lord. And they that pierce him shall see him. You know who pierced him? Not Iraq, not Persia, not Greece, Rome! Herod's help. But we find that when Alexander died, his kingdom split right up, and uh, Syria was the upper end. A guy, a little, a little guy called Antiochus Epiphany, and that's a title, by the way. It's a title, like Prince Charles is a title. Uh, uh, reigned for a while, and their, their desire in chapter 8 of the book of uh, Daniel was to force the Jew to become Grecians, worship their Greek gods, and to offer sacrifice to Zeus and all these different gods they have, which a true Jew won't do. You hear about the Maccabean, the Maccabean period. The Maccabean is a family of priests that said, we will resist. We will not give in. They're called the carpenters, the four carpenters that fought against this old lion that came against them. And they won the battle for a while, and they restore worship of Judaism out of which came the Pharisee, the Sadducee the Essene, the, the Zealot and so on, uh, these guys were looked upon as terrorists by Rome, these are menace to Rome because they fought to maintain their system, however the, the office of priesthood was sold to the highest bidder so Jerusalem was way back into idolatry again and she played footsie with all these foreign countries and until God gave up on them and stopped talking to them, so you know what they did wrote their own Bible, Mishnah Talmud, and forgot what God gave as a Torah, or the Word of God. And so, that's how it was. Now, Rome didn't mind reigning over a country, and put that country in charge of themselves, as long as they were tributaries to Rome. And uh, one of them, what was country, is uh, Pergamos. Pergamos. Better yet, call it Asia Minor, center of the world 
right there in Turkey. The center. Like you look upon, when you say North America, everybody thinks North America is just the USA and Canada don't exist. Canada is in an igloo, you know, on slaves, right, in Alaska. That's how they think you guys live in the States. You know, your neighbor across the border. And everything is America. Everything is America. I go to, to Europe and I think I'm from America. You go to the Caribbean, you're from America. You go to Asia, you're from America. you got to be America, otherwise you're nothing else. That's all they know. It's like in England, everybody's a Jamaican. Every crook is a Jamaican. Everybody washes is a Jamaican. Every liar is a Jamaican. Even if you come from Africa, you're a Jamaican. That's us. Boat people. We came in a different boat. We're all in boats. <coughs> and, and, and so it was. But Turkey have had several name changes. Let me give you some of the names that Turkey had. Lagos, Byzantium, known otherwise as the Eastern Roman Empire, or Augusta Antonia in 3rd century, always called the New Rome before Constantine made the city the new Eastern capital of the Roman Empire on May the 11th, 330 AD. And then it was called later on Constantinople in 272 to 337 AD where Constantine named it after himself in honor of himself and it was called the Queen of Cities. Turkey was called that. There's, there's no Vatican yet. There's no New York. Huh. There's no Las Vegas. So the Queen of Cities was amen in Turkey. Then it's called Istanbul. That's what it's called today, and we usually say Turkey. And so it's gone through several name chains. By the way, most of you don't know, the Nicene Council that took place, took place in Turkey. Nicaea is in where? Turkey. That's where the Trinity doctrine came from. It makes sense, because that was the seat of Satan. That's where Satan made his laws and sent them out. That's where Rome called the, the capital of the Roman Empire. It was called the Queen City. And that's where Constantine and his men does his thing. Until an Islamic guy rose up and drove out the Crusaders. And took over Turkey. And Turkey became an Islamic place under the Ottoman Empire. We went there. We all saw the Ottoman Empire relics. Did we not? We saw their pal their palaces, their temples, their home. We saw how they were and where they were situated. And the beauty about Turkey is that Turkey is the most, apart from Israel, is the most strategic geographical place on earth. We took a boat and we were taken in this tour. And this tour took us all the way to the end of Turkey where we stood at a point we could look at towards Europe and see Europe from a distance we could see Asia and we could see the gate to North Africa right there in the middle is Turkey Turkey is the gate to Europe the gate to Asia and the gate to North Africa the most strategic three continent waterway they got power 
out of that power water wise because the Tigris go through there and the river Euphrates go through there before it even go to Iraq it comes through there and go all the way down to Africa and then to India so they got power in fact God has planned for Turkey to dry up the river Euphrates to allow the Gog and Magog to come from the north and China coming all that way on dry ground they got power to dry up that river and to make things happen so Turkey was mentioned but I want you to notice in the book of Acts I found this out by reading one more time it's too late for Islam to stop Christianity it's too late for Rome to stomp on Christianity because between 33 AD the book of Acts was established by that I mean the church of Acts 2 1 to 4 on the day of Pentecost that was the year 33 AD after Christ came from the dead God poured the Holy Ghost and God says every nation were there including Asia Asia Minor Phrygia Pamphylia Cappadocia Mesopotamia Tarsus and all these places now some of these countries have changed their name out of which came the three missionary of Paul's journeys and the fourth one he died when Paul established all these churches and all seven churches that you read in Revelation are bordered are directly in Turkey look in your Bible right now that is shocking and we never saw one trace of a Jesus named church in Turkey when we were there we saw the mosque cathedral Hagia Sophia I don't know if I'm saying that right but our Hagia Sophia it's called that name because it traded hands between the Romans cathedral and when the Muslim got it they turned it into a mosque and they put an obelisk on it which was not there before to make it a, ma a mosque then they fought again they lost it they went back and forth until the Ottoman Empire captured it for good and never changed hand until the year 20, 1917 when things happened alright and the Ottoman Empire lost to England now I want to tell you here church can Israel survive this country called Turkey now all the countries in the world that are Muslim or Islamic Islam came into existence 600 AD after Muhammad gave his visions and so on and dreams and such like Islamic faith become entrenched every Islamic country today are mentioned in the book of Acts and the gospel was preached there by Paul Paul stayed in Ephesus right there in the Grecian Empire right there where the today is all Muslims today right in Ephesus in Turkey region there and says all of Asia heard everybody he said I preached this gospel all under heaven it heard it now you folks say, well well it couldn't have been because it wasn't in Canada there was no Canada <laughs> there was no Jamaica there was no Trinidad the populace of the world would all congregate where water was 
and it's over the century they migrate to these other places but historically they stay in the land of Shinar until God forced them out and forced them around the world but when God sent them around the world and he scattered Israel amen in 721 BC amen first to the Assyrians then in 606 BC he scattered by uh, the, 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 the southern tribe around the entire world and call them back to a convocation in Acts chapter 2. And said, I want everybody to hear what I've just done. And he poured out the Holy Ghost. Now, God does not make mistakes. When you read the book of Ezekiel, go there, 38. And to get a bearing of what you're reading, you have to read the 10th chapter of Genesis. Read about the, the origin of the table of nations. There are 70 nations mentioned in Genesis 10. 70 mentioned. Now, in Jesus Christ's genealogy, there are about 74 family of origin are mentioned in the book of Luke, chapter 3. And three generations of monarchical people mentioned in Matthew, chapter 1. It's not by accident. Now, why does the church need to know this? Because we are the generation that will see the coming of Jesus Christ. You're going to see it. 2015, you're going to see more catastrophe than you've ever heard in your life. Men going to get more cruel and gross and more wicked than you've ever dreamed of. Some of you may have trials on your job. Some of you may have to make a uh, concession to keep your job or lose your job what are you going to do? You say, I don't believe it that's your problem I'm telling you that doomsday is coming because it's perilous time this is the last time and antichrist is coming and antichrist spirit is in the world and antichrist is already showing his ugly head way right now in Syria Libya Egypt and Iran and Persia and these are biblical names now you may not read the news like Jesus said you wouldn't he said you're sleeping you're slumbering and these days gonna creep up on you unaware but the people that know their God are gonna be strong and work exploit and those who understand what's going on what's going on gonna instruct many and yet they'll die by the flames being bombs because they will not listen to God now what does the world need more than anything else? Peace. One guy said, very stupidly, religion is outdated. He's wrong. He's not reading the news. Isis is about religion. Huh? The killing in Nigeria is about religion. Huh? These planes that are disappearing, some of them are hijacked by terrorists and plunging water. They call it harvesting of soul. Crime and genocide and racism well, what is this all about religion and they said either get rid of religion or merge them merge them as one he said well I don't believe that uh, state and religion should work together you're wrong Canada and religion do, does go hand in glove he said I don't believe it they control churches they tell you how to operate CRA does that's government 
They tell preachers how much they can spend, how far you can build on the, car, on the parking lot you need. They tell you how to operate. They, they, they command how we should marry. They're telling how to marry. They're telling who to give communion to. Government is telling us that. Government is rewriting God, God institution by the constitutions and demanding that families are being redefined. So don't tell me that state and religion is not mixing together. <coughs> You're being deceived. In America, it's, they're mixed together. In the Middle East, a lot more graphically. In, in, in Pakistan and India, a lot more. Because they're killing over religion. Anybody going to rule the world must have power over religion. Even Russia have to deal with religion. Even China. They control religion. We've been to China. We've been to Asia. Every country we went to were controlled by government. No religious organization was free on their own. They were dictated to how to operate, when to operate, and what they can say and what they cannot say. And we are fortunate in a place of democracy. Now, you folks don't know what democracy is. Democracy is a Greek philosophy that was handed down through the centuries and now become almost a religion. Pushed by Europe and North America on countries in the Middle East that one time were democratic. When they were all Christian, they were democratic. But when Muhammad rose up with a sword and began to take over uh, the North Africa and fail in Europe, amen, and succeed in parts of Africa, we see that they come up with an Islamic caliphate state. The word caliphate means ruled by Sharia law. Sharia law is diverse to Moses' law. And it's different from the Canadian penal system. It has a very, 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 very... <laughs> go to Nigeria and see people with missing arms. And see people with mutilated body because they are judged by the Sharia law. Women, you can't walk around the way you walk around in this church. You can't drive a car as you're free to do today. And you can't just marry who you feel like and go out as you feel like on a Sharia law. Now, every Muslim Islamic country that we know are run by Sharia law of sort because they want to bring in the caliphate type of system, which is what Islam is starting to get right now. Only one country in Islam that is still standing that is democratic, amen, apart from India and Pakistan, and that country is is Turkey we were in Turkey and you that were with us you saw those women how they dressed they go to the beach like you go in California they wear a bikini they smoke they drink they gamble that's the only, and they, they, they probably told us when we were shopping, this is the most liberal of communist state, I mean of, of Islamic state. We're free. We can do this. Until, because un, after the Ottoman Empire, it was not like that. Amen. But when the Ottoman Empire went out, and the British system reigned over them, hello, reigned over them for a while, 
democracy prevail. And they were allowed to practice their religion. And that's the only Islamic country where Christianity is tolerated. Where you can have a church service. I can preach like this. And nobody's going to stone me or crucify me or kill me. Which you cannot do in any other Islamic country. What do you think that does to the West? And the EU system? Pat them on the back. But there's something about this country called Turkey. It's neither in Africa nor out of from Europe. It's sitting on the edge. It's in Europe. It's in Asia. It's in Africa. Where is it? Really? A traitor can never be defined. And a traitor worked both sides. You never know where they belong. When the EU system was were created in the year two thousand, Greece became ten. Since that time, the whole world wanted to be a part of the ECM system, which happened to be the ten toes of Daniel, of the latter end of the Roman Empire system. We understand that Turkey would like to be a member of the European Union, simply on the basis of their geography. Their people do not want to be called North Africans or Asians. They want to be called Europeans. And when you go there, you'll see women with their head covered, and some don't have their head covered. Some wear trousers, some don't wear trousers. It's a liberal state. Until this new president came into being. And the first thing he did when he came into existence, he said, look, I want my wife wear a hydra on her head. When she did that, the nation rose up. And they said, we don't want it. We are against being told what we can and can't do like Iran. In other words, they didn't want another Iran situation where Ayatollah came on the scene and dictate new law and state and amen. Once they got rid of Hussein, they brought in a system that they didn't plan for and now they are hooked on a system that is anti-Christian. Run by the state, the religion, you cross it, you're dead on the spot. The Ayatollah is like God. When he speaks, nobody questions the word. You conform. And so, here is, here is Turkey is trying to fight that. And now they vote this guy in, and the guy says, you know what? We want to bring back what we lost, the Ottoman Empire. If that comes in, it means woe to Christian. It means woe to Israel. Because the Ottoman Empire is known to struggle with the Crusaders in Rome for several years. They exchanged hands of ownership of Israel, the land of Palestine. He said, well, Pastor Neil, what, why are you telling us all this? Let me tell you, there will be no peace in our world until the Middle East thing is settled. I don't care how much money Canada have, how much army China have, I don't care how great 
the bombs are in the United States, there will be no peace on earth until Jerusalem question is settled. Beauty for Israel. Israel have an ally. Egypt. After they lost two wars, they make ally with them. Jordan. And of course, always since 1958, friendship with guess who? Turkey. Always been ally. That's strange. Strange bed partners. Uh, it's like trying to mix oil and water together. They don't mix. Very miserable. But somehow, the friendship is there. Now, you know the history of Israel. Every time she compromised her values with heathen nation, they turned to become her oppressors. Those vision of Daniel, those people are her oppressors. But at first, Israel gravitate to their gods and their political system. And God turned her over to her lovers and say they're going to whip your hide and I won't help you until you call for me. We can find the Bible where Iraq, Babylon back then, whip Israel. Medo Persia, whip Israel. The Grecian, whip Israel. Rome, persecute Israel. And now the Ottoman Empire did even worse. Massacred them. You search the Bible. And here now, Israel today, believing she's got Turkey as a mediator. I want you to turn to the sixth chapter of the book of Revelation. And here is where deception comes in. We are living in an age of political and religious deception and deceit. Men are deceiving and being deceived. People think they're saved and they're not being saved. Political systems look like they're okay but they're not. Every government is planning for your future that you don't have a say in. Your currency, the mark, they make you an association to things you don't agree to. Hello? What's the first thing you read in the sixth chapter when God opened the seal? Now that seal is not open yet, but it's about to be open. Once church is gone, in chapter 5 of Revelation... When he opened the seal, the Lamb opened it, which is Jesus Christ. He's the Prince of Peace, or the King of Peace, King of Salem. Now, the world don't want Jesus Christ's peace. They want another peace giver. And here he is, riding on a white horse. In the Bible, a mule or a donkey is a sign of what? Peace. But a horse is a sign of what? War. So here's it on a war horse... White horse mean what? Purity, trust, transparency, is that right? And a bow in his hand. Now look at the scripture. You can't find a arrow in his hand. Why not? And what is his goal? To go and conquer. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you right now. When the Ottoman Empire took away in 1453 alright that place from Rome they reigned for hundreds of years and Rome quickly took her seat back to the west are you with me? back to the west because they lost the battle 
to the Islamic nation in Turkey and the Ottoman Empire reign while Rome had to settle for the Vatican system. And so the seat of Satan shifted from Turkey and shifted to where? Rome ruled the world. Rome ruled the kings of the earth. Read your Bible. She always did and always will be because God gave her that authority to do that. What evil deal with her later on? Now, what I want to say to you here, Turkey today is not the seat of Satan, but will become the tool of Satan to deceive the nation of Israel to make her think that she has an ally in the Islamic world. Because there's one thing Israel needs is a friend. She has no friend. And the greatest friendship she ever had was in 1917 in World War One, when General Allenby won the battle against the Ottoman Empire and made a decree called the Bowflower, Amen, decree, and that Palestine should become the home of a dispersed nation called Israel. And that's where the Transjordan battle starts. Amen. And so that's when Palestine began to go back to the Jews. Now, when that happened, church, all hell broke loose because Jordanians, who now live in Israel, call themselves Palestinians. And when they live there, they become thorns in the flesh of Israelites who try to regain their homeland. And where does Turkey stand? Can Turkey take side with Israel and still claim to be a Muslim? Not really. But good for Israel is this. Huh. When Muhammad died, he had no successor. And they fought over it and ended up with two groups of people called Shiites and Sunnis. The Shiites believe that you got to be a direct bloodline descendant from Muhammad. And the Sunnis said, no, we can vote a guy in. And he can be the caliph the or the, the, the leader of the group. So they come separate from each other. And they call the Shiite heretics. Now... Every leader that Shi'i brought into existence, Sunni killed them all. And they killed all, and uh, the 11th one survived and ran away. Had a son. And they killed the 11th one, but his son was hid in a what? A well. From the sword of the Sunnis. Now, when Israel enemies are fighting each other, Give them time and peace to regroup and reconsider where they're going. And God used that confusion to, to, to hurt the enemies. Let them fight against each other. Now, what happened here, when they go back to find that little lad in that hole, <coughs> guess what? He disappeared. They can't find him. So what do you do? You can't tell what happened to him. So they make a legend. The legend is that he was caught up into heaven. And they call him their Mahdi. And they said, Islam will become strong again. 
as in the days of the Ottoman Empire or in the day of Mohammed, where the old caliphate stayed, when this Mahdi comes. Now, church, I'm going to tell you something here. Israel is an enemy of the gospel. And don't you, don't you, don't you ever make a mistake on this. Israel and the Muslim do not believe Jesus' claim. They both believe the same thing against Jesus. And that make Israel antichrist. And that make Islam antichrist also. Because they both don't believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. That's the direction of an antichrist. Shocking. So they have something to agree on. And it makes sense that Judaism and Islam can join together on that basis against Christianity. They both don't want Christianity to exist. Christianity is hated by all nations, by all kindred and tongue, and next in line are Judaism. Now, where's Turkey fits in all this? Turkey shocked the world. Turkey is the only Islamic state that allows Christianity to practice. What does that mean? Now Christians think, oh my, we got liberty, we got freedom. Yes, same thing happened in 311 A.D. when the Edict of Toleration came and they thought Constantine got converted. Was he converted? Or was he perverted? He perverted the gospel because he brought in a, a gospel that was another gospel that did not belong to God. Hello? So where's Turkey in all this? He did this in Turkey. The Trinity doctrine didn't start in Rome. It started in Turkey. Nicene Council. The very place where Antipas got killed. The very place that the man wrote to say, I know where Satan's seat is. I mean the seat of government of Rome. Who made decree and enforced them by the sword on the world and stomp Christianity out with her iron teeth and her brass nails and her seven heads and the mouth of a dragon. You say, I don't believe it. I don't care about it. Friend, let me tell you, Middle East right now, people are dying just by calling themselves a Christian. They're dying. They're literally cutting their throat like a pig and bleeding them and bleeding them severely because they say they're Christian. Now, the question is, where is Turkey in all this? Where's Constantinople? That's Turkey. How many Catholic creeds came out of there? Athanasius' creed came from Turkey. The Apostles' creed came from Turkey. Huh? Corinthian doctrine came from Turkey. And yet you don't know that. And yet you don't pay attention to it. You, you think the devil stopped there? No. He's going to use a chameleon to get us. Liberty? No. He's lying. And so we read in the Bible that in 1948 Israel became a nation. And we know only a few countries voted for it. We're stricken all that. How did Turkey vote? But we know in the 1958 there were allies. And since that time, Israel felt secure to trade, listen to this now, secret service information back and forth. 
until most recently, in fact, you don't know, last year, 10 Iranians were executed because Turkey revealed to Tehran that Israel and Iranians were meeting on their territory discussing the country. And they leak it out. All of a sudden, we see now Turkey is joining the League of Nations against Israel. That she must give up the land she owned. And we're hearing Turkey saying now, Israel should not be a part of. And all the time, Israel is trying to pacify. 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 All of a sudden, the mediator is becoming the agitator. Amen. But yet, the, the world thinks that the best way to bring peace among Muslims is to help get the help of Turkey. But Turkey is not sincere. Turkey is in her subliminal mind, she's Islamic. And always will be. And she will not give up. Amen. For example, you, you know Isis, Isis is something that rose up most recently after the terrible mistake they made in destroying Iraq and uh, destroy Egypt and destroy all the power. There were allies to the West and now they lost the power to that West and so, you know, the, the snakes rose up. Hello, the mangoose are gone, the snakes are up. And now they have no allies at all except Turkey! But the question is, they're asking, can we trust Turkey to be a part of the EU system? Let me tell you how Turkey is going to behave, like Judas. Judas would walk with Jesus, work miracles, and carry on like he cares. Be a part of it. But as soon as Christ turned his back, he gone right to the Sanhedrin and told everything Jesus did. You see, this church is blessed. But if you're in China, the people on the pew may be a government spy. In Russia, they may be a spy. And later on, they come and arrest you. <laughs> In Korea, a boy leave a track in a hotel and left, and they arrest him at the airport. I gave him life imprisonment for leaving religious material in a country that does not believe there's a Jesus Christ as God. Their leader is God. So my question is, what's going to happen? Now, church, I want to show you some things here. That man on the white horse he will be a person in a system. But don't forget, there are many anti-what? There are many anti-Christ. And you recognize them when they deny who came in the flesh. When they deny the sonship of God. When they deny that Jesus Christ is the one. Then you know you're dealing with anti-Christ. Now, in Daniel chapter 11, 21... Here are some attributes of what Turkey and the rest are doing right now. And you don't realize, church, our world is in a conflagration. Our world is being turned up, upside down. It's nation against nation. I can foresee the day when the United Nation will cease to exist. Once that happens, there's nothing to stop the world from going to war. Daniel 11.21 They'll come in peaceably. 
read the rest of the story. And obtain the kingdom by flattery. Every time Israel makes a peace treaty, she's losing something. If Israel wants to be a friend of Turkey, she has to give in to the demand of a caliphate hope. Hey, the devil <laughs> work on Delilah to, to erode down the man called Samson. If you love me, tell me your secret. I mean, play on his emotion. Tell me where your strength is. Come on, tell him. And he finally told her she didn't love him one bit. She was a black widow. You know what a black widow is? Kill you while having intercourse with you. Mm -hmm. Read it for yourself. It's a black spider who does that. Daniel 11, 22-24 And enter peaceably. Road to peace can't come by a mass. It can't come by uh, any other group out there. Only one country hold the hope in all the Islamic world is Turkey. Because Turkey is Islamic and yet democratic. Which one is she? Really? God says, I would you were hot or cold. But you're neither. And you're dangerous. The most dangerous ally to Israel is Turkey. You see, well, I don't believe that. Brother Neil, I'm telling you right now, friend, when, when Israel sneezes, the church gets a cold. If there's no peace to Israel, there's no peace to the church. If Israel's in trouble, the church is in trouble. God has to do something. Because we are linked by Christ Jesus. Amen. Daniel chapter 11, 27, 31. A false covenant. We call a covenant with death. Why is it called a covenant with death? Because Islamic faith believes death more than life. They will rather give their life than to live. A little girl was caught this week in Nigeria. We spent three visits to Nigeria preaching and teaching there. When it was okay to do that, they didn't touch us. But now you can't do that now. It can blow you up and kill you on the spot. I pass bodies on the highway. I see men with guns all over the place. They stopped us one time and they had guns. And they pointed a gun to us. And they said, now, who are you? And <laughs> the driver is a Nigerian. I'm not. And so they asked him, I said, I don't understand your language, sir. What are you saying? So I said, you don't speak. He said, no, I don't speak your language. And so I said, you know, I saw the guy, no, I don't speak your language. And the driver, he asked him, <laughs> and he said something to him, and he slapped the driver right across his face. He hit him with a gun. He was going to beat him up. He realized we were foreigners. So he asked me to show him my credential. So I went to my pocket and took out my credential, which I had was I was I was then by that then I was a prester in the UPCI, and I was you know I got a little book they gave me a little uh, diary with a, with a map on there, a globe, and it looked like an ambassador. So I, I gave it to him. He said, "Oh, you're an ambassador, are you?" I see, I see. So he gave back to me. And said, so we can't go, but this guy can't go. He's going to kill him. I said, no, no, no. We can't go without him. He's going with us. <laughs> we have to plead with him 
let him, let him go. But he would have killed him. And then we would have stranded on the highway. That's where Nigeria was just breaking away from democracy and having these guys hijacking buses and killing people and all. And we, we walked through that. But I'm trying to tell you, folks, there's a false... In fact, the reason why we, we, we get by in Nigeria was we preached this. We put only one God. We know they love that. One God. And we, all t- we always tell them, we're not Trinitarians. There is no Trinity. Shalom. That's okay. We're okay. Because they say you're not heretics. We baptize people in Jesus' name. They didn't stop us. Because in their, in their book, we're called the people of the book. As I said, we have the message, but it got corrupted. They said, my Bible is corrupted. So they said, we're corrupted. That's why God sent Mohammed to correct the mess that Christianity and Jews have falsified. So they said, okay. Now, church, this covenant they're making with death and hell, you cannot make a covenant as a Jew with an Islamic believer or as a Christian. Because if you deny... The the, the 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 humanity of Christ, you automatically become anti-Christ by spirit. Daniel chapter 11, 31 32, he will come with flatteries. Verse 36, 39, and he will prosper. In fact, I said he is wiser than Daniel. Turn chapter 28, 3 to 5. Now, I believe I believe the Antichrist will come out of Alexander Great Remnant Kingdom. My Bible says he'll be a Syrian. Syria is where right where Antioch is. Antioch is almost allied to where? Where's the historian here? Antioch is allied to what? Turkey. So this Asia Minor, it's, it, was, it was England and France and uh, someone else that divide up the North Africa into Syria, Iraq, are you with me? And Libya. But before, that's not how it was. It was greater as Syria. Can you hear me? Every tributary will return to its source. Now, you said, Pastor Dean, why do you waste my time? Well, why, why did America evade Iraq? Why is Syria being pushed out? Why is Libya overthrown? Why is Egypt overthrown? What's happening? I'm going to tell you why what's happening. God's playing chessboard with the nations. He's rearranging them to conform to Ezekiel 38. Go there. And I can prove to you that the Sunni, Saudi Arabia, and all those countries are going to line up with the United States and the EU system. And the Shiite nation will link with Russia and China. All of a sudden, the friendship of Turkey with Jerusalem is becoming strained. Read it for yourself open criticism while at the same time want to join the EU system now you know the Jews can't join the EU system and most recently the EU system have voted 
that Israel must give up land. That God says must not be. Hello? The 14th chapter of Zechariah said, don't give it up. It's mine. It's my land. The 12th chapter said, don't do it. It's mine. The 13th chapter said, don't do it. It's mine. But all of a sudden, the, the country that Israel looked to for acceptance and neutrality is now isolating Israel. Church, you know what that means, church? Our day of redemption is near. I'm telling you, it's nearer than you know it. Because God will not deal with both of us at the same time. When we are moved out of the way, a guy going to show up and culminate and bring to summary mode this covenant writing business. And he can't do it until God gave permission. And the man is alive right now, sipping cocktails somewhere. He doesn't even know that Judas didn't know he's going to be a traitor. When the time comes, God is going to let the devil go right in that man. In that man. And claim him as the son of perdition. Now, who's going to produce him? Islamic people. Can you believe that? I showed you on the board right here. Islamic beliefs are linked with what the Bible calls Antichrist. Look it up. I'm not making it up. I'm not political. I'm not running on any religion. I'm telling you what the Bible says. They deny. What do they deny? Someone can help me. Put me on board up here. Please help me. Help me out here. Help the stupid pastor here. We don't know what he's talking about. Like some belief. Different. God, not me, define who Antichrist is. Not me. God, God, God shows who he is. Antichrist is somebody who said these things. Let me show what he said. Now, that Sophia Cathedral, which is a mosque now and a, a showpiece in, in the country of Turkey, is emblemic of what Muslims plan to do. Turn every building into a mosque turn every person and when the Mahdi comes they said the Mahdi is going to have Jesus with them on their side let me show the Jesus they're going to present to you you want to see the Jesus I want to see the Jesus they're going to present to you get your Bibles here they're going to shock you here they got us all figured out there's a false Christ who's going to come to our world and our world is going to receive him and believe that he is the true Christ and deceive the people. In chapter 13, alright, if you look in chapter 13 of the book of Revelation, the Antichrist is revealed found the real man. The person, the individual, not system, the man. In the first nine verses. Hello. And then after him will come up another, here's David now, another person. Look at him real good. What does it tell you? 
He has all the attributes of a lamb. Who does a lamb represent? Come on. Every Muslim tell you that Jesus Christ has come back to stand side by side with the, with the Mahdi to tell the world to worship the Mahdi because the Mahdi is the true God or the true prophet. Hello? And they're going to present a person that act and look like Jesus. Look at the Bible. He looked like a lamb, but speak with the mouth of a... Who's the dragon? The 12th chapter of Revelation tells us who the dragon is. Huh? The falling star. The 20th chapter says Satan, the old one, dragon the devil. So here's this man who's going to tell people, Come on, you Christian. I know, hey, hey, I come to... You misunderstood what I'm talking about. Here's the guy I was talking about. I'm not the one. He's the one. And make an image to him. Number one, don't believe it because we know the first commandment is against that. The whole world worship this man. Hello? You said, Pastor, Neil, I won't do that. Well, that's what, that's what, what Jesus is doing right now. Forcing people to bow, to worship a God that's not theirs. Hello? Let me tell you who this false Christ is going to be. I believe he's going to be the Vatican Pope. Because Rome believes in making image. Rome believes in bowing to statue. Muslim is not used to doing that. But they said this Mahdi is not serving the God of his father. He moved away from the God of his father and serve a God his father does not know. That means if he's a part of Abraham, he's not serving Abraham God. And if he's serving the Muslim God, it's surely not Yahweh because they're against images too. So who's the God? He is God. He's showing himself that he is God. And place his throne amen, right in the center between the seas. I believe those seas could be one of two places. Either in Turkey where the Ottoman Empire is or in the Vatican, I mean, or in Jerusalem. Personally, I believe in Jerusalem. Because that's the seat of God's authority. That's where everybody wants. In the 12th chapter of Zechariah, it's a cup of trembling. Now, church, you think 1948 was a mistake when God made Israel a nation? You think General Allen made a mistake in 1917, World War I, when he said Israel shall become the owner of Palestine? You think the Six-Day War was a mistake? You think that the owning where the mosque is right now, the spot, is a mistake? My friend, the apple of an Arab's eye is Jerusalem. Islam deny God as a son, that Jesus is the Son of God, that God was manifest in the flesh. Jesus is God. Jesus died on the cross. Resurrection of Jesus Christ denied, that Jesus is the final messenger. They deny that Jesus died for the sins of the world. They said it's impossible. They deny that Jesus inherited the Father's name. They said, no. They said, Muhammad is the greatest name there is. And so Jesus Christ's name is sub, sub to that name. 
and they said you cannot be saved except you go Mohammed way and there's the five pillars of the Mohammedism that's not the gospel that is another gospel but that's what that's what they want back to be reestablished in the in the Ottoman Empire bring it back bring back and so Sunni can't do it because they're busy fighting Shia and Shia can't do it but the only person can look to right now that is between both points is the Turks they could join Europe democracy and still merge their theocracy that's the most dangerous person in the world they need a hot or cold and Europe is still struggling we can't make these guys a member of what we're doing because if we do they're going to betray us now the Muslim Islam believe this against Christ they, they say in their book they say we believe in Jesus Christ and that Jesus Christ is talking about in chapter 13 he's that little lamb that came out of the earth but speak with the mouth of a dragon bringing the fire down from heaven like Elijah did and imitating Moses hey church in our day that's happening he said I don't believe that well just a minute now friend there are people who make Mary who believe that Mary can answer prayer there are people in our city that believe a priest can forgive their sins you don't believe that there are people in our city that don't believe that baptism in Jesus Christ's name is essential it doesn't matter how you're baptized that's the spirit of antichrist hello the only way Christianity and Islam can come together is by the new name Chrislam and he's going to do it hey guys Ishmael and Abraham is father father too and guess what Isaac and Abraham is father let's forget about the mothers but that's not how it works it's the mother who determined your descendancy that's why Ishmael was kicked out hello Chrislam is Christians and Muslim merging together and that's what the world would like to see happen in Turkey democracy and theocracy of Islamic faith will it happen? of course it will <laughs> because that's the devil's work but look folks they said Jesus was just a man that's what they believe Jesus was just one of the good prophets Jesus is in submission to Muhammad Jesus name is lesser than Muhammad this is not the way he points the way us to Muhammad it's not Jesus was coming it was Muhammad coming it said Christ coming back to convert Christian back to Muslim and those who will not be converted will be killed when the Mahdi come so the whole world become Muslim again like Adam Abraham Isaac and so on this is Allah is the name of God not Yahweh or Jehovah they said that uh, Muhammad is the man for the world and not Apostle Paul 
who's for the Gentile. Now, folks, you can argue if you wish. I'm not here to knock their religion or promote their religion. I'm telling you what they believe and not misrepresent what they say. So my question to you, could somebody please explain to me how come in the book of Psalms 83 we don't read go there we don't read about I'm coming to close I'm seeing I'm boring you to death I wish I wasn't boring you to death but I in the whole church like it or not <laughs> you can't sit on the fence for long one of these days the fastest growing religion is Islam because God is turning people over to that mind who didn't have a love for the truth that they might believe a strong delusion Second Thessalonians chapter 2 says that falling away people who won't take a stand Antipas did and they killed him Fox in the book of Mark the people did and they slew them and the Baptists were, were crucified by who? Lutherans and Calvinism. Church, don't forget where Nicene Creed came from. Athanasius Creed. And all these creeds. Right out of Turkey. The apostles know nothing about an apostle creed. It's a false name. Athanasius was long since dead <laughs> when they came with that little concoction. Look at the councils that they have. Look where they had their councils, right in Asia Minor. But God did not leave himself without a witness because you got the book of Ephesians, the epistles. You got the book of Acts to deal with. Come on, church. You got the book of Romans to deal with. Uh, come on now. Philippi to deal with. Thessalonica to deal with. And they're right down there. In Asia Minor. Every one of those countries one time were Jesus' name believer. They are falling away because they didn't have a love for truth. I've been to Smyrna. I've been to Philadelphia. I've been to some of those places. And they don't have a lick of truth there. They fell away because men didn't keep preaching like I'm preaching to you right now. We got to show the people the difference between the clean and the unclean. Between the holy and the unholy. If a preacher don't do that, he's not worth the salt. Some other thing got a clue I'm talking about. Needless man, that's it. I saw Rome did something to us one night. I won't tell you what they did. They were mad. And I know why they were mad. The Spirit rose up. The Spirit rose up. Because the Spirit knew who we were. They knew what we were doing. Psalm 83. Look, the list of nations. Do they still exist? Huh? They said in verse 4, Let's cut off Israel from being a nation. Do you know why Iran lost their president? Because they said you cannot win the battle by being what? Aggressive. 
You've got to become a lamb. You know why China has calmed down? She know Russia can't do it by being a bear clawing people. The way to do it is become peaceable as a peacemaker. And with flattery take over. But in their heart is to do mischief. Mischief. When Judas kissed Jesus Christ, it had two meanings. It meant love for Christ when he kissed Jesus. Like I told you this morning, when Samuel kissed, huh? When he kissed, Saul was symbol of allegiance. I'm with you. But it also was a sign of betrayal. I'm against you. Can somebody hear me? I wish Obama could hear this. And I wish all the politicians in the West could hear it. I'm telling you, Russia has not been converted. The walls came down, but their doctrine hasn't. And their desire is still the same, and China is still the same. And right now, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, all of a sudden we find Turkey, distant herself, the United States, distant herself from all the allies she used to have with her new leadership, and move closer and become footsies and camaraderie with China and Russia. And here's where it's going to end. This is the end of Turkey. The 38th chapter. Can you spot Turkey? Turkey in that chapter. Look real good. You will not find the name Turkey there. You will not find the name Turkey. But what you found, the Antichrist coming out of the system that include Gomer, which is Turkey, Persia, which is Iran, Kush, which is Ethiopia, and Put, which is Libya, and Togama, which is Turkey Armenians, the future union of Turkey, Iran, Libya, and Ethiopia, and Russia, and China is coming. Friend, when he come, all oh, hell gonna break loose on Israel. Can you believe that? And the question is, Amen. Why is Issa's finding solace in Turkey at the border? Why is Turkey at the border refused against support to the Kurds? Because Kurds in Turkey is a threat to Turkey. And Turkey outside of Turkey is a threat to ISIS. And so Turkey is accused of easing the movement of recruit to join ISIS influx. They refuse to support the Kurds. And they ask the United States to shut down their military base. No more is it a jump off point. 18,000 John Isses via Turkey this year. 18,000. And Isses find refuge in the mountains of Turkey. And Turkey is a trusted member of NATO alliance at the same time. It's the kiss of death. Would you stand? Where does Turkey really belong? answer is found in Ezekiel 38. What is the ambition of Turkey? It's to rebuild the fallen Ottoman Empire 
that General Allen be brought down and the Turks are now the leaders of the Sunni Arab world at the expense of Jews and become Israel's greatest critic favor Palestinians over them and refuse to support the West and the UN and they pry and hope to return to the 300 years of Ottoman Empire so what's the future of Turkey? an ally to Russia Russia is anti-God how could an anti-God link with an Islamic group? It's based on expediency. It's not based on policy. Because Russia said there is no God. It ain't. And Shia said there is a God. Hello? But when it comes to Israel, they all gang up. The 14th chapter of Zechariah says, I gather all nation. Gomer is Turkey. My question is, can Europe trust is there a place for them? 1958 alliance is strained. Turkey has basically violated the code of secrecy. And Turkey wants the meeting place for talking about Islamic activity in that place called Iran. No longer is available. Will you bow your heads right now? Is Turkey an ally to Israel? Is Turkey going to be hostile to Christianity eventually? The Ottoman Empire, if it revived, would it go back to Islamic? Would the Mahdists and the Caliphate rise to our demise? Maybe they can unify Sunnis. And if they ever get unified, woe is the world. If Shiite and Sunnis ever get organized together, woe is the world. My question to you, church, what are you going to do about all this? Your job is to go occupy for Jesus. Witness. Witness. By the year 2018, 1948 and 70 years, we'll give it 2018. A generation which is in progress right now that sees the, 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 the budding of the fig tree will not pass away until all these things are fulfilled. And every day they're being fulfilled. Another airplane disappeared. No sign. Nobody knows what happened. Mystery of mysteries. But God knows. All of them heard. Paul says, all of Asia heard from a school called Tyrannus support Genesis Institute of Theology we're teaching the truth this church may not be loved and recognized by the world system but I'm telling you friend you're hearing a, a certain sound Lord Jesus tonight I pray for this church that they realize I'm not wasting their time huh. 